Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go! Jets win it! Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning. 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast. Number 95 for the Jets. Listen. Thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeJet1. And it's time for part two of the weekend mailbag. And so for that, we bring back our friend who is the editor over at JetNation.com and the co-host of Jet Nation Radio, Mr. Glenn Naughton. So let's jump right back into the mailbag. Next question comes in from Hair Club Prez. He says, what do you put the odds at that Belichick won't be coaching anywhere next season? I feel like the only good fit is the Chargers, who will likely go with Harbaugh, and then maybe the Falcons. I don't see the Commanders trusting Belichick with a rookie quarterback. Hilarious if he's out of coaching. So I actually think the Commanders would be a good spot for him because with everything that has gone on in that organization over the years, with Daniel Snyder and the mess with everything involving coaching, the only guys that have really had any level of success there in Washington are the two guys that came in as proven commodities. Joe Gibbs, who came back after being retired for a really long time, and Mike Shanahan had some success and obviously helped develop RG3 before RG3 got injured and all that. And then we know that Mike and his son Kyle both developed Kirk Cousins together. So that was good. And Washington actually had some interesting offenses for a while, made the playoffs under Shanahan, made the playoffs under Joe Gibbs. It's been such a train wreck there for so long that I think Washington needs somebody that could bring credibility there. There was talk of Mike Tomlin. I don't think he's going to be available now, but Belichick would certainly fit the bill. 
And I would say that actually under Bill Belichick, there's a decent track record of quarterback development. Now he had some help and I'm going to get into how he could get that help again. Because if you look at Brady, obviously he developed pretty well under Belichick's watch. Jimmy Garoppolo developed fairly well under Belichick's watch. Jacoby Brissett developed fairly well under Belichick's watch. Even Mac Jones, his rookie year was pretty good. Under Belichick now it wasn't great but I'm saying for a rookie that was picked in the middle of the first round he had a pretty decent rookie season so you look at all that and Matt Castle who was really a nobody backup and New England was able to turn him into a serviceable quarterback win 11 games with him and then ended up trading him to the Kansas City Chiefs or a pretty good haul they got a second round pick for him you look at all of that and that's a fair amount of quarterback development under his watch now who was the offensive coordinator for many of those quarterbacks. Not all, because he wasn't there for the early years of Tom Brady. But the answer to that question is a guy who's very much maligned right now, but as far as I'm aware, is still on very good terms with Bill Belichick. And that guy is Josh McDaniels. So you wonder if maybe Belichick gets one of these jobs, gets the band back together, brings in McDaniels to be his offensive coordinator again, and then they go and develop whoever it is they would take at number two. It is also kind of funny, Glenn, a little bit ironic if you were to get that Washington job because everybody said, oh, well, listen, New England, they're going to have the third pick, but they're not going to get Williams or May. Well, guess what? Now Belichick might have a chance to get Williams or May at number two if he were to get that Washington job. So I actually think he'd be a good fit there. If not, you're hearing some rumblings about Atlanta. That one I could see too, although I kind of like the Washington fit better. The Chargers are good. I think that would be a good fit for him. I don't know what he's going to end up doing. I know he said he still wants to coach, but I definitely think that with all the coaching vacancies now, if he wants to coach, he'll get a coaching job as long as he's willing to give concessions in terms of having final say over player personnel. Glenn, you and I talked about it before we started recording, but his player personnel moves the last decade or so have greatly diminished from what they had been years and years ago. And he had said that he would be willing to relinquish that power if he stayed in New England. So if he's willing to do that somewhere else with his resume and his swagger that he could bring in there, I think somebody would hire him. And like I said, I think the commanders would be a good spot given their current situation and need for credibility. Yeah, listen, I think I think Bill Belichick is a guy who wants to he's he's so he's so aware. He's such a fan of the history of the game and that's why he's made a lot of the decisions and done a lot of the things he's done over the years. You know, you think of the drop kick with Doug Flutie because no team had done that in like 47 years. Um, and he likes being in the record books. And I think he's going to hang around and go somewhere where he'll get an opportunity to get enough wins to get to number one on the list. And um, I think Washington would be a, a good fit for him because of the fact that they have that that second pick, which we you know we said earlier is kind of funny because we thought he would have it with the Pats and he ends up, you know, they end up at three. So maybe he goes and gets himself a quarterback and and wins those games. But I'd I'd be hard pressed to to or I I would be shocked if he if he walked away and didn't end up somewhere like Washington. I thought maybe San Diego. Like, wouldn't you want to get out of that damn cold and go to somewhere where you already have a quarterback in place? But um, I just saw a thing that Harbaugh is like the ridiculously heavy odds on favorite to go to San Diego now. 
Well, that makes sense, and it would be L.A., not San Diego. I keep doing that, too. I say San Diego all the time. It makes uh, yeah. sense because Harbaugh obviously has roots there, so for him so for him to go to the Chargers, perfect fit as far as I'm concerned, but we'll see what happens in terms of the money he gets offered. I think it's funny because a lot of people were saying, oh, I think Jim Harbaugh, if he wins the national championship, he can go out on a high note, and then I think he goes to the NFL. I don't think that's why he's going to the NFL. I think he was going to go no matter what because he was going to be hit with sanctions. The Michigan team was going to be hit with penalties based on the cheating that he was doing. And so I think he's getting out now while the getting is good. He's never going to have more value. And if he stays, things are going to spiral a little bit. This is sort of like what happened with Pete Carroll when he left USC to go to the Seahawks because he knew that there were going to be sanctions for USC. That's the beauty of being a college head coach. You can just skip town if you want to for a better job. And that, I think, is what Harbaugh is going to do, whether that's with the Chargers or somebody else. And speaking of head coaching candidates, our buddy Gus Toon says, Ravens made the postseason, which means there will be more eyes on Todd Monken. With the amount of head coaching vacancies now, you'd have to think there's a good chance he gets a head coaching job soon. Where do you think he lands? I think the Chargers are a possibility if they don't hire somebody like Belichick or, as you said, the prohibitive odds-on favorite, Jim Harbaugh. Washington Washington could be a possibility if they want to bring him in there to work with a young QB because they have the second overall pick. I've said before, and I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I really think that Atlanta would be a great spot for him for a couple of reasons. Number one, they've got some really talented pieces on offense there. If Monken can find a quarterback he likes, and I think he probably could, that could be Justin Fields or somebody else, I think he could do really good things there. And that division's terrible, so he could go right in there, and year one, they could win that division. And also, the other part of this, of course, and why I think he's a great fit in Atlanta is because he's beyond beloved down there. He was the offensive coordinator for two national championship Georgia teams. He got Stetson Bennett to the point where he was a Heisman Trophy candidate. And Georgia this year didn't make the college football playoff this time without Todd Monken. Now, I'm not saying it's because of Monken, and obviously Georgia came this close to making it. But the point is, he's very much loved in the Atlanta area, and I think he'd be very well-received, probably more well-received than anywhere else. I think he'd be a great fit. All he'd have to do is find a quarterback that he likes. But look, he's figured out ways to get by before. You look at what he did at Southern Miss. He took a 150-pound kid from high school and turned him into an NFL-caliber quarterback within a couple of years. That kid, Nick Mullins, who we just saw playing for the Minnesota Vikings, he had the NFL's top passing offense with Jameis Winston and Ryan Fitzpatrick. So he doesn't necessarily need a superstar quarterback, but if you can give him somebody that's at least decent with the offensive weapons they have and a defense that's solid, I think the Falcons could win the division next year right away, but we'll see what the Falcons end up doing. I think Monken, though, is going to get a lot of interviews, especially if the Ravens have a deep playoff run, which I expect. I mean, listen, I'm not saying it's all Todd Monken's doing by any means, but the fact that Lamar Jackson has now turned into a really good pocket passer in addition to everything he can do with his legs outside the pocket, I would think that has at least something to do with Monken. And when you watch the Ravens games, his creativity in the way that he calls plays and schemes guys, people talk about it constantly. You go on Twitter during games and you'll see this phrase over and over again. Todd Monken in his bag. Todd Monken in his bag. You saw that a lot during his days at Georgia too. He uses a lot of different looks 
pre-snap motion, all that, gets the tight ends involved, does a lot with the running backs. Very, very innovative offensive mind. I think he'd be a great fit anywhere, but we'll see. I think Atlanta makes a lot of sense, but also selfishly, Glenn, I am sort of hoping that the Ravens make a deep run and somebody doesn't hire Monken because they don't want to wait for him. And so he's still available next year, knock on wood, in case things don't work out with Salah and the Jets need to go in another direction. I will never give up on the Todd Monken to the Jets stream, Glenn. Never. I actually, I had that thought the other day as, as you're looking at all these projected openings and it's like, there's no way. There's no way someone isn't giving Todd Monken a job. It's a, it's a joke that Todd Monken hasn't had a job up to this point. Um, as a head coach in the NFL. So how great would it be for him to land with the Jets next season? That would be fantastic. But I think you you nailed it with the um, the first team you mentioned. I think Atlanta makes way too much sense. He just spent some years there. He's already, you know, beloved because of what he accomplished there, managing to win national championships with, with, a, with a guy who really wouldn't start on many college football teams and was out of the NFL in a matter of months. Um, in Bennett, so I, I think Atlanta for Monken makes a ton of sense. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from Dave Epstein. He asks, as painful as it would be, isn't tagging Huff and trading him for at least two picks the best course to follow? The Jets need picks and the D-line is loaded. If they can pull it off, sure. The question is going to be whether or not you can find a team that's willing to give you anything along those lines for a player they're then going to have to pay. 
this has always been my philosophy, Glenn, when it comes to this. People will say nobody's giving up X pick to pay X player. But then you see X player, and in this case I will throw out the name Montez Sweat, get traded for a second round pick, and then the Bears go and pay him. We also heard the same thing with Jamal Adams. There's no way that any team's giving up more than a first and maybe a third, and look at what Joe Douglas got. So it just takes one team to really want him and make a big offer. I don't think it's likely that the Jets are going to get an enormous return for Bryce Huff, but I think at this point, what's probably best is for them to franchise tag him, see if there are teams that are willing to make offers that make sense, talk to Huff's agent, feel him out in terms of what it would cost to get him re-signed, and take it from there. The franchise tag is not the best solution, but you can't have Bryce Huff walk out of here for nothing. I know they would get a late third-round comp pick, but I feel like they could do better than that if they tag and trade him, or at least they could ask around and see. If they get the sense that they're not going to do better, they could always release the tag. If you remember, that happened with Josh Norman years ago. The tag got released when he was in Carolina because I guess they couldn't get the type of trade compensation that they were hoping for, and he ended up going to Washington, I believe. So... That's probably what I would be looking at right now. I would be talking to the agent, seeing what I could get done, but also preparing to use that franchise tag if I needed to, because that way it buys me time to figure out what to do. Yeah, I, th- I think what you said there is is the ideal situation. Like I said, you know, a few minutes ago is is maximizing the the, the control you have over what you get in a deal. And he's just he's he's that good of a player. Like he's the number one chip they have to help them acquire more picks, and he's you know in a in a sense that's fortunate he plays a position where they have some depth behind him so it's not as if he's the only guy you've got and you move on from him and then you've got nobody um and let's not forget a lot of what happens up front and this isn't to take anything away from the ends a lot of what happens up front is the product of having Quinn and Williams there so I feel like as long as you've got Quinn and Williams and then you've got JJ and you've got McDonald who I think is going to be a stud I think it makes it that much easier to trade Huff and I think I it, it's kind of at this point feels like it has to happen. Glenn, last thing before we run, I always like to do this with you around this time of year and we'll do this periodically until we get to the draft. I know you've been watching a lot of college football players as you tend to do this time of year and especially now in preparation for your trip to Mobile, Alabama for the Senior Bowl. Who have you had your eye on recently? Well, the uh one guy who I really like and I was talking about him last night because I'm getting uh, whoever the people who normally upload games to YouTube, they are, they are, uh, they need to up their game a little bit. Cause I want to see the Ohio state Mizzou game because uh, Javon Foster offensive tackle for Mizzou um, who has got, he's got a senior bowl invite as of a couple of days ago, which is fantastic. Um, he's played a ton of reps at tackle. He's I, I liked him on film. I thought he was showed, showed good footwork, good strength, could probably play the right side, but I think he's good enough to play on the left. And, uh, you know, that's, again, why I'm looking forward to seeing him up close. But here's a guy who's played a ton of reps at a major program in the SEC. So he's faced some of the best pass rushers in the nation. Um, He's graded out well on PFF. I've watched probably... um, Mizzou is up there with uh, a few teams that I've watched a ton of, and he's the reason why. I've probably watched six or seven of their games um, they've got talent on both sides of the ball, really. They, Mizzou's got some really good players. I'll actually stay with Mizzou and mention DB Ennis Rackestraw, who actually Nick Saban at Alabama recruited him heavily, um, and he chose, he he narrowed it down to Mizzou and, and Alabama. He went to Mizzou, played really well there. Not a ton of picks, but always around the ball, big hitter, short tackler, 
Um, and he's another guy who got an, an, an invite to Mobile, which was good to hear. And then another guy who I um, tweeted out a few times about last year, because if <laughs> I'm sure you remember, Scott, uh, my draft crush last year early on was Diane Henley out of um, mm-hmm. out of Washington State. And now we have a few Washington State guys who have been invited down to the Pro Bowl or down to the Senior Bowl. Um, Chow Smith Wade is a corner. Uh, another again, another physical guy who's played against some good competition and played really well. And um, we're trying to Brennan Jackson, number eighty uh, for them, a defensive end. Looks like a really good player. So I'm excited as these names are rolling in. One one name who I hadn't watched at all this year. Um, watched him previous years and he was terrible. Um, and he's going to the Senior Bowl. And I'm actually here. Give me one second. It's um, Christian McCaffrey's brother. I'm even having a hard time remembering his first name. Um, he was he was not a good quarterback. Moved to receiver this year. Went to Rice, I believe. Um, I saw his name on the invite that he accepted an invite. So I went and I found one game. Um, and I mean, he matter of fact, it was against Texas. So you may have seen it. Um, it was a blowout loss, but he caught a touchdown in the end zone where he got absolutely blown up. His helmet came off. I don't know how, but he managed to hold on to the ball. So I'm not going to say much about him because I've only seen that one game. But he did some things that jumped out at me, and I'm looking forward to watching him some more. Like I said, I saw him, I think he was at Stanford playing quarterback a couple years ago, and I was watching it thinking, this guy's not an NFL quarterback. He's not even a college quarterback. And he wasn't. He ended up transitioning to receiver, where he apparently did a good enough job that Jim Nagy and their their crew invited him down to Mobile. And he actually said the other day, I don't know if this was a little bit of a trying to pump him up a little bit, but he said that his his pro comp right now would be Puka Nakua. Wow, that's a heck of a comp. As I said yeah, the other day, yeah. Puka Nakua is proof that you can get an impact offensive player in the mid-rounds if you just know where to look, but also it's proof that the Jets don't know how to properly draft guys from BYU. Yeah, and they got, you know, BYU, of course, they got a, t- it's Luke, Luke McCaffrey. I couldn't remember his name. Um, like I said, six foot two, um, and supposedly as tough as they come. So he's going to be an interesting one to watch. I'm going to add a player that I've been watching a lot of lately too, and that's Malachi Corley, the wide receiver out of Western Kentucky, 5'11", 210. They call him the Yak God because every time the ball's in his hands, he's a threat to score, and he's at the very least a threat to get a major gain and move the chains. He's the type of player I'd like to see the Jets get because I think he's perfect for what Aaron Rodgers likes to do. He likes those 50-50 balls down the field, but more importantly, he loves throwing the ball at or around the line of scrimmage. 60% of his passes were thrown in that area the last full season that he played for the Green Bay Packers in 2022. Corley fits the bill very well for that, so I would like to see him in the mix for the Jets pick in the third round if he's still sitting there on the board, but we'll see who is on the board at that point and what the Jets do in free agency. We'll have plenty of time to answer questions about that free agency and everything else in the mailbag over the next couple of weeks and months. Make sure that you follow Glenn on Twitter and check out his work at JetNation.com. Thanks again to Glenn for joining me to answer these questions. Make sure you check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com. Visit our store at tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done that already, 
Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. It doesn't take you much time. doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you can go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. Feel free to give us positive reviews on Spotify as well. The more places where you give us positive reviews, the merrier. So go ahead, review us positively on Spotify in addition to iTunes if you're so inclined. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and Play Like a Jet. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.